Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian, where you are truly Aaron Fanice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. You already know what it is. I have my special guest with me, my homegirl, my PIC, me. <laughs> and hey, y'all. <laughs> yes, like y'all, y'all already know it's about to be a dope conversation because. You know, we get down to business. We get it cracking. And you know, we coming with the raw and unfiltered truth. So right. without further ado. Woke up today, feeling great. No worries, today is a new day. Even with the lot on my plate. Man, I have it all, but I always have faith. See, we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true. And still praise God with a new groove. Come together and push through. It's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me. Follow the light, and now I see God has been so good to me. Your grace, your love, they make me smile. Your words, they still haven't let me down. All good, cause we living better now. Sis, go ahead and get to them. Well, hey, good people. First of all, I just want to say it's so great to be back on the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast. I know it's been a little minute, but God be the glory that we have had another chance to be back again. So I just want to say, hey, y'all, hey, I'm back in the building. And this is a conversation that Aaron and I, we were talking about the other day, actually on the phone. And we decided that it's something so important for us to actually bring this on the airwaves and on just different platforms to you guys because it's something that both Christians as well as those who have not, you know, come to know Jesus for themselves yet deal with on an everyday basis. And y'all, strongholds is a real thing, okay? Like, it's yes. a real thing. It doesn't matter if you have been saved for five years, three years, two years, 20 years, 25 years. It doesn't matter. Like, we all as people that's within the faith and even those who are out in the world, you probably don't even know that that's what you're dealing with. But yes. strongholds is a real thing. And there are good strongholds as well as bad strongholds. Of course, we know that God is a stronghold for us because a stronghold basically is pretty much like a defense structure. And the word of God talks about how God is our strong tower. He is our refuge. He is a fortress for us. So when we actually put our trust in God, we know that he will step up and he will be that strong defense structure for us to actually be able to step in against the things of the world, the wiles of the enemy, and those negative strongholds that come up against us. And we all know what those negative strongholds can be. Girl, me and you was naming some of those the other day. Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, child. (laughs) Okay. And then let me just say, too, in naming them some of the things that we were talking about, I was like, you know what? So many people be like, oh, you know, I'm so glad I'm not the only one going through it. And I'd be like, right. yeah, yeah, you ain't the only one. It's just a lot of people <laughs> be trying to hide it. But right. I'm going to keep it funky. Yeah, I'm going to get down to it. I'm going to say it because the Bible say we overcome by our testimony. And mm-hmm. a lot of things we don't address and allow spirits to keep that stronghold on True. us because we're shame. And you, we all know that, like I said in previous episodes, that shame is a side effect of sin. And today we're breaking strongholds because we're about to have this raw unfiltered conversation about things that we struggle with, things that right. I've heard my audience struggle with. And matter of fact, 
me being transparent with things that I struggle with in hopes that it will break the strongholds of the listeners that, you know, come in contact with this episode. Yeah, I pray that it breaks strongholds in your life and let you know that, hey, you're not the only person that is dealing with this. You're not alone in the fight. We your sisters in Christ and we got you. We them praying homegirls that, that everybody right. need. We got exactly. you. Exactly. We do. And one thing that we and you was talking about, because we, we like to just go ahead and dive straight into it, y'all. That's just how Aaron and I, that's just how we are. And one thing that I definitely want to go ahead and hit on, of course, you know, strongholds can be habits, of course, like, you know, the um, smoking and drinking, especially when you're trying to be on the lower side, as well as, you know, those things that you was normally doing that you know that you actually shouldn't do again, like sometimes listening to the wrong things, being in the wrong environments, yeah. I think of that such. But one particular really big stronghold that really that really negatively affects us spiritually is sexual sin, y'all. Oh, girl, that's the and one I'm just going too. Girl, I'm just going to go ahead and hit it to him. And y'all out there in the world, you know what I'm saying? You know, my, 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 say, as, as Miss uh, <laughs> Jackie Perry say, Miss Jackie Perry call y'all the saints and the ain'ts. Baby, listen, <laughs> as the saints and the ain'ts, I'm going to tell y'all right there in the world, it's some saints, y'all, that's sitting up in church to have an issue with sexual sin. Okay, yes, do not let people fool you. And it's something that we all battle with, but we're here today, like Aaron said, to let you know, for one, that you're not alone, but to also bring some solutions to you, some spiritual solutions to you, to let you know how God can actually step in and get you out of that stronghold and out of that negative thing so you could be set free. Yes, ma'am. So, yes, ma'am. I know Aaron and I was talking and one thing about it, like we said, we're very transparent and, you know, I actually grew up in church, like, you know, from the time I was basically brought up in this world. My grandmother was mother of the church. My mom's a minister, uncles, deacons, um, ministers, evangelists themselves and everything else. But, you know, I actually got saved at an early age, but I went out and I backslid. But even then, whenever I backslid, of course, I went out and I dabbled in those things in the world. That was not okay. And when you when you go out and you dabble in that stuff, just know that like it's really hard trying to get your way back over because the enemy okay. does nothing but come at you tenfold whenever you get back out there. The so consequences when, against your mind are girl, everything. Ooh, child. Come on, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, sis. Girl, uh, um, but like, so, you know, going back out there, you know, and I, I ain't gonna lie, y'all, I passed it a couple times, but this last time in particular, like, it was really hard because when I dabbled out there last time, I went through some stuff, okay, dealing with the wrong person, wrong people, and I went through things mentally. Then I was out there in sexual sin, so I actually had to deal with their issues and their emotional baggage and their spiritual baggage that came over onto me because I dabbled in that sad thing, becoming one with them when I should not have. Mm. So I came back over to God and I realized that, you know, I was still dealing with certain strongholds, meaning, you know, after I left those people alone, you know, decided to make up in my mind, okay, God, I'm coming back to you. Then I realized that, you know, it was some things that were still lingering on that were strongholds for me that was hard to let go. Now, and even me, though I made, go ahead. Me, let me just say this. I want to let all the listeners know, saints saying nice, that mm-hmm. just because you get saved, don't think that you won't struggle with this anymore just oh, one no. day you get saved and voila, it's all good. Oh, yeah. It's not no. going to be voila, Magic. No, that's the good thing about growing in God. As you progress, things fall off and you have a deliverance testimony that that helps others. And that's exactly why God does it. He doesn't Mm -hmm. let it fall off. So that's the testimony of, and Mm -hmm. you can help deliver somebody else. So yeah, this is for those, again, saints, because just because you're in the faith, yeah. Doesn't mean. Yeah, yeah. You still struggle with it. You still gonna struggle with it. And that's like, that's exactly what... 
I was getting into the fact of like, you know, I'm still struggling with certain things. So even though I, you know, was celibate, but like I was dealing with the fact of, you know, masturbation. So, you know, it was still, it was still an issue and it was still an issue, but this is what I come to let y'all know. Okay. For one, God is a God that's like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but what you going to do about it though? Mm. That's just for one straight up. What you give him is what he's going to give you. So if you tell a guy, God, you know, I want to get rid of this thing and Jesus, you know, I'm trying and Jesus, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to let it go. But God is saying, okay, so what are you doing to, you know, to free that space up? So I'm able to come in and to right. be able to wash you clean because right. as the word of God says, you know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Ooh, okay. Good. That's Take one thing. All right. Yes, I'm just going to tell you y'all so it had to hit me I was saying I want to be free of it but I wasn't doing it so y'all I took it upon myself to put that faith into action and the books that I had that was like had you know those sexual romance books y'all know what I'm talking about you know what I'm saying (laughs) them good parts so don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about those books and then even certain um certain movies that I would normally watch and certain things I decided to go ahead and put those things by the wayside but I noticed bit by bit as I did that then I noticed that when the times of those urges will come, because girls, since you know they still come. Don't it don't. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Indeed. They, Indeed. They come. I noticed that God's, it was, I had room now for the Holy Spirit more and more to come and present himself to me and to step in and to be my strong tower and to be that refuge for me. And when that urge comes, Jesus, I'm feeling some type of way, homie, and you know what I mean. Mm. And all of a sudden, I would see how that urge will soon just like wash away from me. Because the Bible says for you, baby, d- d- don't fight the temptation. Flee. Run. <laughs> Run. Run the temptation. Okay. <laughs> and if I can say, when that thing get the thing and he be doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like keep it above. You know that thing be a thing again. It do, and then on top of that, I ain't gonna lie. You, we be. I be like, well, I'm saved. I, I mean, I could do it myself. No, you can't. Like I heard a man say on TikTok, whomever he is, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure if you're Christian, you may have run across the video. But he was saying you really put too much trust in yourself. Oh my like, god! Come I on, Aaron, putting too much trust in self. Don't go over there Netflix and chilling. Talking about it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Talking about some this is safe time. If you know. <laughs> Well, if he breathes on you or look at you the wrong way, that little thing gonna get hot. No, ma'am, come oh out, run. Like flee. he said, he said, flee. Yeah, flee. flee. One of them things you need to flee from. If you see a little scene on the TV, <laughs> flip and it. You know, flip wait it. Wait a minute, then, then, like you know, you see something like wait, wait a minute, man. <laughs> Please, <laughs> please run. Because if you think about that thing too long, I ain't nope. gonna lie. Again, that thing get the thingy and it, it creates them thoughts and thoughts become actions. And that's why he said flee because those lingering thoughts. Very like true. whenever you think on something for a long time, I ain't gonna lie. It'll also cause feelings of bitterness. If I can just, you know, jump ship for one second. Mm-hmm. When you're saved, you know, the the push is to be married, be married. Yep. But if you don't tackle these things before marriage, they don't disappear before marriage. No, lust magnifies when you're married. 
Oh, yep. yeah. And it, it can become a monster and create the very mm-hmm. thing that God created to be sacred. Now, you over here looking at marriage like, oh, they ain't enough. No, baby, you just more, you you are experienced. You want to be <laughs> over there doing that. So right, now exactly. your sexual appetite has magnified and maybe mm-hmm. that person can't fulfill the right. The appetite that you have, and moreover, baby, as big as these toys is, baby, he can't, he could never, yeah, baby, never. But yes, sis, carry on, carry on. But it's, but you're right though. But it's really true because just like Aaron just said, like first of all, when you really get in your head and you think, okay. Lord, you know, I got this. I know this. Like, baby, you don't because in the word of God in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter and the 12th verse, it says, therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will always, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the weight of escape that you may be able to bear it like Aaron said (laughs) run okay and do not think that you know more than God knows because I promise you when you get into that type of mentality for one that's a prideful and arrogant state of mind that's having basically you dabbling over there in um like a Christian arrogance basically oh no Uh I got this I'm okay even for some who are not Christians yet out there in the world oh you think that you know better than God knows for you I mean, but you don't because also the word of God says that your thoughts are not his thoughts. Your ways are not his ways. So you do not know more than him. I promise you that scripture that says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak is a very true thing. So you yourself may feel deep down inside. I don't want to do this. Oh, no, this is harmless. But baby, like Aaron said, when that thing start to thinking. Huh. And you think that you got all this willpower or whatever the case may be. And this willpower is going to be able to, to, to last without the Holy Spirit guiding you, being deep down rooted in you. And without you actually leaning on the Lord, baby, you're setting yourself up to fail every time. Yes, ma'am. And sis, if I can add, if I can add, don't be tempting either. Y'all don't, don't, don't be like Aaron Wolf. I know. I like, <laughs> no, you know, maybe, you know, we kissed a little bit, you know. You already know. Mm-hmm. One plus one is two. That kiss is gonna lead to touching, and that touching gonna lead to feeling, and that feeling gonna lead to uh, um, feeling. Yeah, yeah. Don't allow yourself <laughs> to be yeah to to be tempted. I'm gonna just leave basically, it and don't tempt yourself. Like, why mm-hmm. would you do that? That's just why? like, oh, I know a stove hot. Let me just go see. You know, just put my hand a little near it, thinking, okay. But if you keep your hand near a stove too long, the heat off the stove, it's it's Mm -hmm. hot. So don't be trying to see how far you can take it with the hunching, kissing and scrubbing. Okay. Because if that's the case, you might as well go ahead and do it. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be like (laughs) (laughs) Please don't be like Eric Normica because baby, you're going to get burned every time. And I just want to find out something Eric said, like, please don't put yourself in situations to be tempted or to do the tempting like Mm. you know what because technically that's also going against the word of God too because you're technically not supposed to be a hindrance to your brother and your sister Ooh. and technically when you're in partnership with the individual that that individual is a brother sister in the lord okay to you so you're not supposed to be causing advances upon them to mm. hinder them as well that's going against the will of god but like 
you have to set boundaries. You have to put those things in place. And Aaron said something so profound just a few minutes ago about the fact of you need to take care of those things now. I know that y'all are probably saying, man, golly, girl, I be trying to drop that thing like it's hot, see, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to throw that thing in a circle, see, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need mine. But I feel you, sis, okay? Because at one point in time, let's be real, Aaron and I thought the same thing. Oh! <laughs> we, we thought the same thing, see, but we're trying to tell you we've seen both sides of the situation Mm-mm. um and it, it's really not what you think it is never it is well it doesn't it never it, is it, well <laughs> it really harms you more than it heals you or help you and you need to work on that now because honestly people think as though that you know you supposed to you know prepare yourself for the individual but no technically you supposed to prepare yourself for self for you like Correct. not for another individual because when you come into this world you come into this world alone when Correct. adam was made he was made at the same time adam now ma'am was made. he was his own first <laughs> Uh, ma'am took the words right out of my mouth you your <laughs> own individual person before on, you man. enter into a partnership before. literally partnership Not, hey hey you your own self so if you work on you you ain't gonna be mm-hmm. able to point the fingers at nobody else because you working exactly. on you exactly yeah. exactly and that's yeah. what i'm saying you have to work on this now because like aaron said if you're dealing with this fact of just using for the same example since you know for a fact that you you have a very strong sexual appetite and you think it to yourself okay me going out here and having you know my booty call or my friends with benefits or you know my little sneaky link or whatever the case may be like you thinking that's helping you but it's really harming you because you're doing nothing but just opening yourself up to a yes. soul tie and also to their spiritual issues and their emotional and mental baggage that they have going on so now you like you know they may do something that you actually like and because you have not stopped you know flee from that temptation allow yep. the Holy Spirit to come in and to make you whole and to love yourself as he loves you okay like when you get into jump from that situation and get into a marriage now you are unfairly looking at your partner to do something and to do the same things that that person did that your partner is not going to do. That's the yep. reason why sex was made within the confines of covenant Ooh. with one person. Preach it, ma'am. Preach it, ma'am. Because when you go out there and you dibble and dabble, especially with humans and how we are, we start to be like, mm, I like this. And then when we get into the place, you know, with another person, oh, well, you must be doing what they supposed to be doing. Baby, listen, that person that you with now is probably not going to love you like you know like the other person love you that they're probably not going to you know smack it rub it and put it down like the other person did correct they're not going to do a lot of things so that's the reason why if you allow the holy spirit to come in and be your man first yep okay then you won't be looking to that individual that he has for you and he has ordained you to be with as a means of an object but you will be looking at that individual as how they come in as an asset to you spiritually mentally and emotionally how you're supposed to because the physical is already taken care of right and if i can say furthermore it sears your conscience like and when i say sear your conscience i mean it creates emotional baggage because Mm -hmm. relationships really take a lot of out of us and it comes with the soul ties like very true you hear a lot of girls say, I don't want to get married. But in your heart, mm. yes, you do, because God created us in marriage to be. It, it symbolizes our relationship with him. So yeah. literally it mirrors and you mm-hmm. literally were created to do the same thing like your right. father. So right. with that being said, when I hear people say they don't want marriage, 
it reminds me like dog somebody seared their conscience somebody mentally took them there to the point where they don't hold their sacred anymore and it mm-hmm. should be just like you said marriage is a sacred thing but let's just take that completely out the equation and just say okay i don't want to be married which is fine everybody don't want to be married but it still serves your country because i ain't gonna lie have you ever hunched a person and it's like you just can't shake back something right whatever spirit's on them (laughs) now not on you you over here thinking about destroying the world you be in line Conniving, cheating, all them spirits just jumped off on your bed. Exactly. Now you wondering why you feel in a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. I, I told y'all in previous episodes that your soul houses your will, your emotions, all that. Mm-hmm. Emotions come from sex. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. And so, because it does, it distorts your way of thinking when it comes to well, all men is men are like this, or all women are like this. Eh-eh-eh. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. The women that you dealt with like that, mm-hmm. because literally you're repeating the cycle within because whoever you are in the inside, it reflects of who you deal with, friends, family, relationships on the outside. So again, it seared your conscience and it, and it starts right. to bleed over into everything that concerns you. Yeah. Right. And it, and I agree with you wholeheartedly like on that because, you know, well, some of you listen like, well, you know, I had emotions before I had. Well, yes, but you had emotions before you had sex like we all have. However, when you have a raw, unfiltered like sex, like it does nothing but creates unstable emotions. Mm-hmm. And like you're not supposed to be unstable. That's confusion. And God is not the author of it. So whenever you sit in here, you allow a person to actually even though they're going in and out of you physically, mm-hmm. you know, but. It's so many things that are being transferred to you spiritually that's sticking. Like an appendage can come out of you, but that spirit is going to dwell. Come on, Lord, going to dwell in you. Mm -hmm. So now you got to deal with your words as well as on top of like Aaron said, theirs. And it's just too much. And that's not what God intended. That's not how that situation is supposed to be. And I know like, you know, some people be like, oh, well, I don't want it to. uh, I just don't want us to have fun. Baby, you are here having for one unsafe raw sex and putting your your emotions at risk and in the hands of another individual who God has not ordained to take care of you mm. baby what's fun about that mm. What's yes, what's man. fun about that? And then telling yourself lies and just saying oh I'm getting mine but are you though because it seems like you're going out of you getting there soon by their spirits, <laughs> like their spirits, their attitudes, their behaviors, their <laughs> aggravations. So technically, you're not just getting yours, you're getting theirs too. So it's really not helping you. It's putting you in a, in a place to harm you. Then you see him like Aaron said, I wonder why you've been mentally tormented more than you were before you even got wrapped up with him or her. And it's because you, you went in and you dabbled in something that you were not supposed to do and that's opening the door for six. Every- yep. Yep. And if I must say, you know, it brings me to the scripture and you were just talking about it where that first Corinthians 6 and 18, when it says flee from sexual immorality, because all other things a person commits are outside of the body. But whoever mm-hmm. sins sexually sins against their own body. And Come you know, on. Talk, if we just talking about it when by definition, when he says sins against your own body, because you mm-hmm. literally bring in those spirits in your body mm. like you are bound by that and then you wonder why you have these crazy emotions like you slashing this man ties go come, <laughs> come out be free 
<laughs> you over here. Right. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> sugar in that man gas tank. Be free, sis. Come out. Yeah, we're going to do our deliverance today. <laughs> Wondering why you running around here with that Harley Quinn spirit. Ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. Come out. Yeah, come out. <laughs> but for real, though, I know we mean you joke. <laughs> you crazy. I know me and you joke a lot, but no, seriously, though. Because, like, a lot of times, I know someone probably just was laughing with this, but said to themselves, I did do that because normally yeah. I was cool, calm, and collected. But then when I got with him, or yes. when I got with her, I was doing some crazy. Like, sir, you out here creeping, yep. sir, passing by her house late at night. You know, you Girl. ain't even a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> on me like why did I do that yeah baby that spirit got you acting all out of character sending it to your own body yeah because we got to talk to the fellas too I'm for real fellas you seen him calling her 142 times you don't even like phone calls bro like, no, no, you no. just acting out of character, and it's because you have dabbled in sexual immorality, and that spirit is taking hold of you and is making you do all type of unstable things. That's why you do not dabble in that, y'all. Literally. It's not good for you. God don't want that. He want God want the best for you. God want you living in perfect peace, especially when you keep your mind stayed on Him. But you just think when you actually go out there and you get with a person who also loves. God, who also is in perfect peace and keeping their mind stayed on God as well. That is a dynamic power for union. Ooh, like hey. y'all, and the whole point is not for us. Like that's the it is to go back here to what you said about the whole thing dealing with marriage. And I know that some of you probably like, well, some of us out here don't want to get married. And some of us out here don't want to have no kids. And Baby, that's fine. fine. That's biblical. Look at Paul. That's fine. Paul chose not to marry. <laughs> but me, like the first day on TikTok. Uh-huh. I'm gonna turn up. <laughs> exactly like you yeah, know, my man, my me, man. I'm like you. That's a desire. I feel you. That's my yeah. man, my man, my man. My man. Like, you know, everybody to each his own. And like, like I said, you know, that's a that's a choice. Look at Paul. But the question goes to now. Let's go to this. Why? Because as a wife, every, why don't you want to get married? Because everything is supposed to edify the kingdom of God. So like Paul chose not to get married to edify the kingdom of God because he did not want to have any distractions doing the work of the Lord. But so what you, is your excuse? So you still got to put in the work, don't matter if you married or not. You still got to do that self-work. Ain't no getting beside, Come on. behind, in front. Come on. You got to do all Come on. still. Before on the back you end. get married or even if you choose not to get married, you still have to do the individual work because yes, the individual work is where God can come in and he can build you and mold you and he can actually push you towards your purpose, which is for the kingdom. Because someone is tied to you. Someone's tied to your calling. Someone's tied to your anointing. Someone's tied to your ministry. Someone's tied to your evangelism. Someone is tied to your missionary work. Someone is tied to these things. This this here, we're pilgrims passing through. This is not for us. It's for the Lord. So ask yourself, why don't I want to get married? Are you not wanting to get married? Because like Aaron mentioned earlier, you're bitter, you're hurt because you don't sit out here and slept with like multiple people and now you have to deal with attitude problems because deep down inside, you know, you're dealing with unresolved issues and Mm -hmm. traumas that you haven't healed from or are you really making a conscious decision because you really want to focus more so on the work of the Lord and without distractions and truly do the kingdom work because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be there it's not supposed to be out of your own bitterness because that's not of God that's not operating his will gotta dig deep and search within self because I know that you know made a lot of people like oh well (laughs) yeah yeah. Right. <laughs> we getting down to it <laughs> for real but, and, uh, 
I know it's going to make you uncomfortable, like Aaron said, but it it is what it is, man, because that's the generation that we living in. This generation don't want to get married. Honestly, the world, not Aaron, and you already know, the world is promoting more so people just having, like, sex willy-nilly and being in situations okay. and not getting married. Yeah, that's a big no. You no. Can't, can't do that because no. you're not your own. <laughs> you are about with the price, no matter if you want to admit it or not. God said, no, you cannot freely do what you want, whether you living for me or not. And it reflects in your daily life. If you think about, if you just meditate on your life, your life is a product mm-hmm. of your relationship with God. Let them marinate. Very, very true. Very true. And like, also, I'm pretty sure this is for the people who's thinking, well, I mean, it's not all about facts. I mean, it's not. It's whether you a backbiter, jealous, envy, huh. bitter, whether you have a drinking problem, a smoking problem, you out there honestly um, dabbling and dibbling and stuff that you shouldn't be, you got a nasty attitude. Who? Like this is for all stronghold, strongholds and all habits. This is not just for sexual sin. Sexual sin is just one of the main things that kind of open the doors for a lot of these, you know, habitual things to come and set in. But yes. like, you know, you being a backbiter, you being envious, you being jealous, like you being a cheat, okay? You being all, those are still bad habits you being a liar that's a, a, s- uh, uh, a city girl city boy oh my city god boy. city girls yeah. and city boys hmm. Hmm. yeah that's a habit that's yeah. a stronghold a yes. strong one lord jesus is a strong one in this time father like a strong one but all those things are strongholds so everything that we're saying right now i don't want anybody to think that this just goes towards like sexual sin when we were it's talking not. about temptation that means all temptation some people are very tempted to want to lie all the time Oh, girl, for Some no reason. Girl, listen, we'll tell you, tell you, tell you that it's purple outside and no good way you can go out there and see for yourself. But why you lie, though? You just but why? I'm like, I didn't even ask for that lie. Exactly. But carry on. Some people are manipulated just like they are tempted to manipulate. Women? To be conniving. Oh, my gosh. The women of this generation. And I mean, like I said, because I'm one, like, it's so easy for somebody to steer your conscience and you to be like, well, they get what they deserve because all niggas gonna have to pay after this. True. Uh, Wait a minute. You can't be like, like, what I do? Right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> now you over here, you run into a good dude and you messing him over because oh, wow. little buddy done messed you over. Very true. Baby, go here. You go here, sugar. Because now he's taking it out on the rest of us, calling us bald head. Whoa. Uh, Listen. I don't uh, want to be uh, one of those. Uh, I don't sorry. Know what folks be doing. You uh, mean? Sir? What? Vip? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not over here, sir. Not over here. Correct. We love Jesus and we sit down over here. Period. I don't want to be no thought thought. Okay. I don't, don't want to. I just don't want to lie, cheat, and manipulate my way into the relationship showing that you, if you razzle, I'm a dazzle. Baby, if you nah. razzle and dazzle, I'm going to leave you right where you stand. Right you stand cause I'm going to be playing like that. Find you somebody Honestly. to play with. Play with your mammy. Because don't and play know, with me. You know, too old today, baby. I'm mm. too old. And I know somebody about, you know, especially some females out there about to get upset with me. But like, you know, I'm like hearing on this one. If you want to go out there and be a Beyonce church girl, poo, that's you, sis. Mm-hmm. Like, you do that personally. 
me now because <laughs> I don't feel like that's that, that's just not lining up with God's will for me. But like the city girls and the Beyonce church girls and all this type of other things, like it does nothing, man, but just open doors for the enemy to come in. And, and all he needs is a little crack. Ooh. He just needs a little space. Yes. That's it. But that's you know what, me? You know we solution. We are solution-oriented individuals. And we True. can't leave these folks without a solution. So we the biggest solution that we got for y'all, boundaries. Oh, my God. Mm. Boundaries. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you said this is because, like, before, um, I just looked over, like, some things before we actually um, started the, you know, this broadcast. And, like, I found, like, this really dope. Um, it was like a 10 biblical step towards like restoration when it comes to terms of temptation. Let's and they had some of these awesome things that honestly ties in with boundaries being one on the list. But number one talks about confess your sin to God. Y'all, thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad. I'm just so happy. This is so wonderful. See you next week. It was a joy talking to y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian.